Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Thunder Chats, here with another word from our sponsors, BetOnline.ag. The only people that get off this time of year are pro athletes and us at BetOnline. With NFL, bowl season, and NBA in full swing over the holidays, BetOnline isn't taking a second off to make sure you have all the up-to-the-second odds, news, and info. BetOnline has all the sports wagering info available you need with both desktop and mobile access. Head there today to get into the action. Remember to use the promo code BLEAV, that's capital letters BLEAV, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. to another edition of the Top of Thunder Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Huntsinger, at Thunder Chats, where you're part of the B-Lead Network, and this podcast is brought to you by betonline.ag. Whew, what a tale of two Sundays. Another <laughs> another weekend, another me waking up early to do the recap, because nobody else was able to. Um, again, I, I did sign, I guess, sign up for this. I did say that, you know, hey, nobody wants to do it. I can do it in the morning. No big deal. So, here we are, um, but as I said, a tale of two Sundays, because last Sunday it was me talking about the Nuggets game, uh, the biggest one of the season, Shea hit a game winner, Chet played amazing, had uh, nine blocks at the time of the recording, they changed it to eight, Jay Williams played amazing, <clears throat> like it was, it was a much, we was on a much higher high at that point, but today kind of comes, not tumbling down, but definitely not as fun as last week. 129-120, the Lakers were victorious against OKC at OKC. And we're going to talk about it in the segment we call the single large item. <clears throat> All right, so first thing large item, as it so often is, it's got to talk about Shea. So Shea had 34 points, 7 assists, 5 rebounds, 3 steals. And, you know, that's that's a great... It's a great counting stats line. He was 12 to 21 from the field, so a little bit over 50%. But as he did in the last game against the Clippers, Shea put it on himself to start shooting some threes. And you know, we want him to shoot threes. Like I want him to shoot like two to four a game. <clears throat> and you know, maybe two of them off the dribble, and then the other one's off the catch. And the formula was kind of there. He was he shot five threes. He was one of five. Uh, I seem to remember two of them were off the catch. So uh, by by that math, three of them were off the dribble. So flip flop those, and I'm perfectly fine with that shot diet. I mean, sometimes the shot's gonna go in, sometimes it's not. We've seen Shea shoot over forty percent for a an entire season. So you know we know he can shoot, but. Something's weird with Shea's shot. Like, it's it's crazy how just pure and money Shea's shot is from the mid-range. Um, I was going to say off the dribble or off the catch, but all of Shea's mid-range buckets are off the dribble. They're 100% from his own self-creation. And then when you see him shoot a three, whether it's him creating it or whether it's 
somebody else creating it and he's open or it's a catch and shoot opportunity. It just looks different. <clears throat> it looks weird. The load up looks weird. Uh, he starts it really low and the follow, like the form, the follow through, the release, it all feels different. And like, I want to start a case study on it because like I said, he's one of the most pure mid-range. I mean, he's one of the most pure scorers in the NBA, but like one of the most pure mid-range shooters in the league as well. And then he steps back behind the three-point line, and I don't know. It's like a little shop of horrors. So a little bit frustrating, but Shea came out game busters in this game, as did the rest of the Thunder. I think Shea had 12 points uh, coming into the second quarter. Of course, he played the whole entire first quarter. I mean, he was cooking, man. He was knocking down twos. He was getting to the lane. Um, I think at that point he did <coughs> attempt one or two three-pointers. But he was cooking, as was the Thunder, 39-36 to 36 at the end of the first quarter. And it looked like one of those games where it was just going to be back and forth, back and forth. Like, two great defense couldn't stop two great offenses. And like it, it was looking like it was going to be a really fun game. And then <laughs> the Thunder forgot the part where their offense was supposed to keep shooting good, and the Lakers absolutely did not. Um, so the Thunder ended up shooting 48.4% from the field, 31.7 from three-point line, and 78.9 from the stripe. In retrospect, the Lakers shot 52.2 from the field, 50% from the three-point line, 16 of 32, 16 threes. And we'll talk about that in a little bit. And 82.6 from the three free throw line. And that's the game, man. <clears throat> like, we'll, we'll get into, you know, reasons that people are saying why we lost this game. But that's the game right there, man. We couldn't hit anything outside of the first quarter. And the Lakers couldn't miss anything. Like, we were we were generating open looks. We had so many clean looks from the three-point line. Specifically in the third quarter when we were trying to make our comeback. And we just wasn't hitting. And it's not just one guy. Like, you know, I know a lot of people are trying to beat up on Isaiah Joe, and he is in a little bit of a slump. But Chet missed a couple open threes. I think he missed three open threes in the third quarter. Casey missed open threes. Joe missed open threes. Dort missed open threes. Like, it was <clears throat> on the whole team. And we were missing those open threes, and the Lakers were hitting contested ones. So when that's happening, you just got to tip your cap. It's not your day. Move on to the next game. And the fact that we even tried to make it a game, we cut it to eight at some at one point in the fourth quarter. We had a chance to cut it to seven with like a huge momentum at age of three. Talk about that a little bit too. Um, if we hit that, who knows what this game looks like. But anyways, let's get back in the single edge item. <clears throat> Next up, we are going to go to not Chet Holmgren, surprisingly. And we'll talk about that in a second. But Jalen Williams, Santa was in his bag today. 28 points, six rebounds, three assists. 11 to 17 from the field, 2 of 5 from deep, 4 of 4 from the stripe. If there was somebody that was efficient in this game, it was this guy. Like, just timely buckets, mid range, getting to the lane. Um, there was uh, one time in, in the first quarter when we were kind of like on our offensive run, the Lakers just like left him alone at the corner. Um, I think it was like a tap out, <clears throat> and he like collected his dribble. And as he turned around and just stood at the corner, he just noticed people were just standing so far away staring at him. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Drains the corner three. So, great game from Santa. I mean, it is to be expected. It's the month of December. 
It's two days before Christmas. Of course, he's going to have one of those best games of the season. So uh, it's a shame that we had put it to waste, but now he has the bigger task of delivering presents to all the children in the world. So uh, we thank you for your service, Jalen Williams. <laughs> Next up, we will talk about Chet and counting stats was good 19 points 10 rebounds one steal three blocks sounds great sounds like a great check game but inefficiencies man eight of 18 from the field not terrible but not great one of six from three that's bad and then this is this is pretty <laughs> this was pretty bad two of five from the stripe for chet Holmgren tonight i get it. it's just an uncharacteristic game like i'm not worried long-term whatsoever with Chet shooting, but that that didn't help us at all. Like, Chet is traditionally like a <coughs> like an 80% free throw shooter. If he hits two more of those free throws, you know, it's a seven-point game instead of a nine-point game. I mean, we still lose the game, but, you know, I mean, like, if we're closer, we take different shots at different points. Stuff like that. So it would have been nice to see him not down those free throws. I can't just bully him. I mean, Shea missed a free throw too, 9 of 10 shooting. He hit the technical free throw though, so good on Shea for that. But, yeah, I mean, he just continues to – I mean, he was finding ways to score, and he's getting better at rebounding the basketball. His rebound numbers are definitely up in the second half of what games have been played compared to the first half of what games have been played. But – Anthony Davis kind of had his way. 26 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks. And just was just bullying Chet a little bit. So I I know a lot of people were clamoring for more Jalen Williams minutes, more Sar minutes. And they both played in this game sparingly. I mean, Jalen Williams played 6 minutes. Sar played 3 minutes. I, <laughs> AD's just one of those guys that I think you're just going to have to take what he gives you because – He's one of the best bigs in the NBA, and it doesn't really matter who's up against him. He's going to put up numbers. He's going to get hits. So it's all about dictating the other side of the floor, which on a normal night, Chet does a really good job of. Last night, hmm, lacking a little bit of efficiency. So I'm not worried, but that definitely didn't help for this game. <laughs> I mean, I can go a number of different ways with uh, inefficiencies. Uh, I guess we'll start with one player that played really good off the bench. And Kendrick Williams actually was in the, I don't know if it's closing lineup or like pseudo closing lineup, but Kendrick Williams played 23 minutes today, had 11 points, two rebounds, five assists, one steal, one block. Stuff in the stat sheet. Shot an efficient four of six and three of four from the three-point line. So on a night where our guys could not hit anything, Kendrick Williams was. And, he was a huge lift to this team. So it, it was nice to see because over the last really like month, it was like Casey and Joe and Wiggs were our only consistent bench options. Even when we throw Kenny out there, he might hit a three here and there, but you know, just overall hasn't looked like Kenneth Troyams. And it he looks like Kenneth Troyams today. He looks like the guy that was playing small ball center last year that was so effective with <coughs> playing that small ball five. And it, it was nice to see. It's a very welcome sight, especially as we get into games like this where we're trying to create an advantage against their big that is just going to get theirs over anybody. Um, it's nice to have Kendrick Williams be able to do that. So <clears throat> hopefully some things come. 
hopefully he continues this uh, <clears throat> hot streak shooting the ball as well. That would be awesome. Just keep him off the free throw line, which we did tonight. No point or no no trips to the free throw line, so we didn't have to worry about that. Thankfully, inefficiencies. I mean, man, <laughs> take your pick. Lou Dort, three of nine, two of six from three. Casey got the start over Giddy, two of six from the field, one of four from three. Isaiah Joe, three of eleven from the field, one of six from three. I, it was <laughs> it was not a great shooting night, as I kind of laid out there. So. Yeah, that's, I mean, you, you just kind of chalk it up as like, you know, it wasn't your night. <clears throat> and it absolutely wasn't. Um, what was weird, I will say, you know, we mentioned Wiggs has got a lot of minutes and he's played some really good minutes in the last month. Aaron Wiggins only played six minutes in this one. Was 0-1 from the field. Um, had a rebound, had an assist, had a turnover, but like, I, I don't, I mean, I say all the time, Aaron Wiggins just makes winning basketball plays when he's on the court. And I think we could have used him tonight, or last night, God, sorry. So, it's kind of weird. I I don't know if this is, like, a sign, like, a trend of, like, playing more Kenrich over Wiggins in the next stretch of games, but I definitely think Wiggins has earned consistent bench minutes, not spot minutes. So, hopefully that's something that regulates, but who knows, we'll see. <clears throat> Doing a good shout out to my boy Usman Jang. Shout out Jang Gang. Was actually the highest on the team in the box score plus minus plus ten. He had five points and that's it. <laughs> it was eleven minutes of action. He was two or three from the field, one or two from deep. He actually took the lid off the basket in the third quarter when we literally couldn't hit a single three point shot. Um, Usman Jang came in, missed his first three point shot, but got the rebound. And teed up one more time and drained it. So, shout out Ooze. You gave us some hope. It's it's interesting because I feel like Ooze has played good since he's came back from the G League. Like, in his minutes, as good as he can in those, like, spotty minutes. But it still feels like Mark doesn't trust him. <clears throat> he's, like, throwing, throwing him out there, which I understand. Like, you know, he's still second-year player. Hasn't even played a full season yet. I understand why you wouldn't trust him, but it, it feels like he's trying to get his feet wet a little bit in these matchups. And in some matchups, he looks pretty good. You know, he's knocking down his shots, he's rotating on defense, and then there's other nights he looks a little bit lost. Tonight was one of the nights he looks good. His shot was falling. Uh, he had a nice transition run out with Shea, in which he was able to dunk the basket. Um, I want to say that was also in the third quarter when we were trying to, you know, <laughs> really start to feel the comeback. So he played some good minutes. I would like to see him play a little bit more. I would like to see them ramp up his minutes just there. I mean, he played 11 tonight. <clears throat> I wouldn't mind seeing him play 14 minutes. That's all I'm saying. You know, if it's very clear when I was night, you can pull him and adjust. But I'd like to see him play a little bit more. So that's all I'm saying. Shout out to Jane Gang. He played well. <laughs> Thomas Bertans <coughs> played 10 minutes in this game. You would really only remember two seconds of it uh, off of an inbound, two seconds left uh, after a deflected ball went out of bounds. They got to Bertans, and he does what he does. Pulls up from three, knocks it down. He also missed a three whenever we were trying to <coughs> make the comeback, I think, early in the fourth quarter. And, yeah, that was it. That was all for Thomas Bertans. All right, let's get into 
why we lost the game. After we're from our sponsors. All right, why we lost the game. So I'm just saying this because it's on Twitter. Obviously, Josh Giddy's out in the ankle sprain. I get that. I, I want to be very clear about this. Like, it sucks when a starter isn't playing, no matter how good or bad he's playing, just for the continuity reasons of your starting lineup. It, it hurts your team usually. And I think having Giddy out there for continuity purpose could have helped, but I want to be very clear. We did not lose this game because Josh Giddy wasn't playing. <laughs> And a lot of people are like, oh, we could use playmaking. Like, no, dude, we were generating open looks. We were generating all kinds of open looks. <clears throat> like, that's that's not the reason. And then somebody said, well, we could use this rebounding. We were getting bullied down there. Ha, ha, ha. Au contraire, my frere. Mon frere. I think that's what it is. On the rebounds, we actually only got out-rebounded by the Lakers by two rebounds. Okay? Offensive glass. We actually out-rebounded the Lakers by three, 11 to eight. <clears throat> 44 for 42 overall, 11 over eight on the offensive side. Defensive side, we only lost by five, 36 to 31. Could Josh Giddy have helped? Sure. Is that why we lost the game? No, it's not why we lost the game. I brought up why we lost the game, guys. It was because of the shooting. <clears throat> 52 to 48. At the stripe, 82 to 78. But at the three-point line, at the three-point line is definitely where we lost the game, 50-31. to 31. <clears throat> And who were the culprits? Well, one guy named LeBron James, <laughs> who had 40.7 assists, seven rebounds, two steals, two blocks, five of five from the three-point line. He was insane tonight. Like, he was absolutely insane. And he was... They were momentum threes. Like, anytime we would make a bucket to cut it to single digits, it was like LeBron's pulling up a contested three and he's draining it. I mean, that's that's what he does. That's what, you know, one of the best players, however you say it, I think he's the best player to ever play. Uh, one of the best players to ever play the game of basketball, that's what they do. So, you just, I mean, you just got to take it and move on. But, Rui Hachimura, 21 points off the bench, six rebounds, two assists, one steal, eight of 14 from the field, three of five from deep. D'Angelo Russell in his bench roll, 15 points, 5 of 9 shooting, 3 of 6 from deep, 2 of 3 from the stripe. He had a nice little fake pass that fully turned Chet Holmgren around <coughs> that freed him up for a three-point shot over Chet. Not a great look, but, you know, it happens. He's a rookie. He'll learn. No big deal. Austin Rees, 11 points, 3 rebounds, 9 assists off the bench, 4 of 8 from the field, 2 of 5 from deep. And also, Torian Prince. 10 points, 6 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal, 2 blocks. 3-7 from the field, but 2 of 5 from deep. Again, just knocking down 3-pointers. Whenever you're knocking down your 3-point shots, it opens up so much of your offense. It opens up <coughs> so many different driving opportunities. Um, and it opens up you know, just different ways to generate buckets in a hurry. Um, the fact we weren't hitting, they were able to clog the lane and just like shut down the lane for Shea. Shea still finds a way to score because that's what Shea does. But, you know, as you saw in the third quarter specifically, they had guys collapsed inside so far that when guys got open looks outside, they didn't care. <laughs> they didn't care because well, they didn't hit it. Make them hit it. Like, make us come out there and guard you. And to the credit, we did not. So, yeah, Wu, 
and Kaysen specifically because they're like our kickout thrust and, and even Chet. Like I'm, I'm not putting this on Shea because you know he was just kind of taking what the defense gave, gave him. But specifically, like in the last month of basketball, like <clears throat> I mean, Lou Dort's been kind of up and down. But like the last week, Lou Dort's been hitting. It's the last like all season. Kaysen's been really consistent. I mean, this is his worst shooting performance of the year. And then Chet, like Chet has been really consistent from three. So bottom line in this game, like in this league, to make a miss leap. If you're making your shots, you're probably going to win. If you're missing them, probably going to lose. And that was the case for the Thunder. I'm not worried. I'm not panicked. <laughs> what, what I am worried about is we have a, let's see here, so Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. So we have a, yeah, just a two-day break. It's not too bad then, I guess. But we a two-day break before we play the Minnesota Timberwolves at home <clears throat> before we play the Knicks at home as well on a back-to-back. So... <clears throat> That's going to be a fearsome back-to-back. Obviously, the Wolves present matchup problems. Um, that will be... <laughs> hopefully, we can mitigate those. And then the Knicks. You know, we feasted on the Knicks going back to the rebuild dates here recently. So, hopefully, we can continue to do that. And, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Can't wait to see the guys play. Can't wait to see how they respond to this loss. Can't wait to see how they bounce back. They usually, they do a really good job of coming out of losses. Um, you don't see them stack losses a lot. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, they've only lost nine games. I think only two of them uh, were on a back-to-back variety. Like, not back-to-back, like, one night, next night. Like, one game, next game. Like, they usually don't follow up a loss with a loss, is what I'm trying to say. So, hopefully, that is the case this time. So, but, yeah, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and put this to an end. It is Christmas Eve. I hope everybody, on behalf of the Top Thunder Podcast, I hope everybody has a awesome, safe, wonderful holiday season. Hope you have a very Merry Christmas, and I hope you enjoy it with your family, your friends, you and yours. Yeah, be safe, be merry. We're so thankful for you guys. Like, I can't even explain it. Uh, this past year... Really, this past three years for me specifically, um, and this past five years that we've been doing the podcast, <clears throat> your all's love, your all's support, your all's engagement, your all's interactions that we've had, um, you know, it, it makes all this worth it to us. So, from the bottom of my heart, I thank you guys, and I hope you guys have a, like I said, very safe, wonderful, awesome holiday season with your family. And we will be back Tuesday post game for the Minnesota Timberwolves game. And yeah, back to back to normal as usual. Once again, Top Thunder Fan event <coughs> coming up January 13th. We're a little over two weeks away, so definitely get your tickets. I think we have like 30 left. And I know a lot of people have been procrastinating. You gotta end the procrastination now. So those are gonna go. I <coughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and say this. I think we're gonna sell 150 tickets. That was my goal. You want to be a part of this. You do not want to miss out. Go buy your ticket. Or, if you're unable to afford the ticket, our giveaway is still going. Those instructions are on the top of Thunder Twitter. I will lay them out. You will find the tweet. You will retweet the tweet. You follow the account at OKC Topic Thunder. You go to our YouTube. It is in the link underneath the tweet. But if you just search Topic Thunder Podcast, you will see... <laughs> There's like a hundred something subscribers. That is our page. 
subscribe to that page. Comment like on the videos. That'd be nice too. Um, and then the last one, and this is most important because this is how we identify you. Go to iTunes. Give us a five-star rating, positive review. You can find that by typing Topic Thunder Podcast, and this should pop up. Um, yeah, five-star rating, positive review. Leave your Twitter at. This is how we would get in touch with you. Okay. Like basically what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through the five star ratings and they pop up. We're gonna do the random number generator. We're gonna pick the winner. We're gonna reach out to the winner <coughs> so we can clarify that they have done the other tasks. And if you have done all your tasks, you will win two lower level tickets to the fan event for free. So again. Free lower level tickets against the Magic. You get to do all the post-game stuff, the group photo at midcourt, the half-court shot for more lower level seats. You also get to do the uh, the parlor meetup and everything. I mean, anybody can do that. I'm just saying, this is all part of it. And I'm still working on some surprises. I'm still working on other stuff <coughs> that differentiates this year from last year. So you don't want to miss out. Also, I <laughs> have been on the lab working on something. I showed the guys like almost 100% approval rating. Still haven't heard from Dolan or Tierney. At least I don't think so. I haven't checked my text messages, but uh, it's <laughs> it might be my masterpiece. Um, we'll talk about that on Tuesday's podcast, hopefully. Um, but yeah, again, like I said, have a very safe, wonderful, happy holidays. You guys are the best. We love you. And until next time, thunder up. Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter, at OKCTopicThunder. Thunder up! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.